everyone. Welcome to episode 19. No, no, hold what? On. What? No. Hold on. Can I intro this one again? I love it. Okay, here. Intro it. Ready? Go. Intro. To Pixel Lady Live. Is that it? Yeah, no. really? No, I was expecting more. I can do more. Okay. More? We're going to do it like we did last time. Ready? Five. Oh, doing like intro after intro? Huh? I don't know. We'll, we'll do it at the end, okay? We'll do it at the oh, end. Oh, boo. Man, end. <laughs> man, why are Come your guys, glasses... Guys. Man, why are your glasses even, yellow? Even started the podcast like, you're inside. Why are you wearing like shooting glasses? These are gunners, dude. Yeah, no shit. Shooting glasses. <laughs> These are computer glasses. Oh, and he has headphones on. They're like little muffle. Oh, I just need this all. Glasses? Are you fucking kidding me? Because I use the computer a lot. Yeah, so you just use regular glasses. Why do they have to be yellow? Because it's the tint, the special tint that helps your eyes not get as tired. And you right, don't get it's a special tint that makes it everything impossible to design because everything's fucking yellow. You no, don't nothing need, got you don't need color and to line up. When there's anyways, we can talk about this during. Let me restart this recording. Okay. Here we go. Am I right? Is, is everyone in agreement? Are we in the show? Are we in? It, it, it sounded like we in. What, what number in. are we in? Okay, here we I, I, go. 19. Nelson, Nelson, you're like Jimmy Fallon. You're losing the whole like, I know, interview. I know. I can't be like Jimmy Fallon. No. Here we go. Shut up, Joe. Shut up and let me intro this shit, all right? Guess what? You intro it, right? we're going to do it all over again because already, we're already in the show. Here we're we, in it right now. All right. Here we go. This is the show. The topic number one on your list is how to derail Nelson. We are discussing it right now. <laughs> Shit. Emma, Andrew, back me up, Andrew. That's why you're drunk, dude. You're I'm not drunk. Beer. This is my first beer, and there's no alcohol in this thing. It's like 1.2% oh. <laughs> alcohol. Good choice. Okay, it's here delicious. we go. I wish I had an orange wedge. Are you going to re-intro? Are you introing this again? Hi. Welcome to... <laughs> Shit, I can't... <laughs> Because we're already in the show, that's why. This is episode 19 of Pixel of the Pixelated <laughs> Podcast. I am your host, Nelson. And I swear to God, if we listen to this and I hear this intro as the first intro, I'm gonna be so mad. I'm gonna be angry. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take it down from the internet. I'm gonna call the FBI. I'm gonna say it's intellectual theft. Okay, and our yeah. co-host using my likeness today. without my, per- my my permission. Our co-host for today, we got Raul. Andrew, Woo! Jessica, and the derail the master of derailment, Joe the Peacock. What are you talking about? I'm sticking remember. to the schedule. <laughs> he, uh, he respects marathoners. Remember that. Oh, God. Here we go again. Yes, the marathoners. I, you know what? You know what's great? I am one now. Believe it or not. Yes, I know. You went to the Georgia Marathon. No, it was a Thanksgiving. Uh, I did the half. I'm doing my first marathon on January 10th or 11th. It's, oh, full? It's yeah, full. What is that, 23 or 26 miles? 26.2. Wow. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. That's why I only have one chin now. Can you see that? Oh. You people at home listening on the, on the you're missing on my beautiful visage, um, only the one chin, because I had two at one point, and now I'm down to one. Well, congratulations. congratulations. Man, shut the fuck up. You know what you just said to me is that I was fat? What? Anyways, so... <laughs> You just said, Usually, Joe, I admit that I thought you were fat, and now I'm glad you're not. Well, you, you went off of um, the webcam. Your webcam died. No, yours did. No, mine's it's still on. No, mine's on. Anyways. Okay, so usually how we do this is we go around the table and ask what people have been doing uh, for the past week since the last uh, broadcast. And we'll just start with Raul. Um... Oh shit, Raul's gone. He disappeared. Oh god, you Guess we're not starting with them. Okay, we'll start with Andrew while I get Raul on. Yo. Go. Oh, okay. Uh yeah. So been uh, playing uh the rest of Avatar. Uh put up the review today for that. Avatar the game. Actually, I think it's James Cameron's Avatar the game. Uh, but yeah, so put that review up today and uh, finished off playing that and also started becoming addicted to uh, Fallout 3, which uh, is really fun after you learn how to play it. So yeah. Hmm. Okay. That sounds like a fun time. Uh, yeah. 
All right, uh, going going quickly to Jessica because I want to do this quick because I know Joe has a lot on his mind. Mm. So well, I'm sticking. I'm sticking. All right, go ahead, Jessica. Nothing new. I'm broadcasting from my bed. That's it. No, what you been doing for the past week? Nothing. Well, we watched Battlestar Galactica. We finally finished the first season, which was totally amazing. And then Woo! I got curious and read it on Wikipedia, and I just ruined it for myself. Yeah. Oh. I know you're not supposed oh, to no. do that. Really? I wanted to know. I wanted to know too, but sheesh. Oh, that sucks. Cause like, uh, no, don't, no, no, ah, ah, don't tell me. It's okay. Uh, I'm not gonna okay. say a word. You know what? You know what I'll say is that my wife and I started in the middle of season three. It took like it pulling teeth to get me to even try it, and it was the best decision I ever made was to watch that that the the little miniseries, yeah. and then. Like, the agony of going through the end of season three and having to wait every episode of season four was so painful, but yeah, it's so works. worth it. And now the surprise is done, man. Oh, oh that sucks so bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, well, don't do that for season three. You did it for yourself. Yeah. Oh, wait. Did, you didn't see the whole seasons then? You only saw the end of season one? We saw, saw the, the whole season one. But and what did you ruin for yourself? No, like... um. Like the um, you know how uh, Alma no. dies. Don't tell me. No, don't yeah. tell me. Don't ruin it for me. She just, you just read the first couple episodes. Well, he died. Dies, but he gets shot. There you go. There. Okay. All right. So that's what me and Jessica have been doing um for the past weekend. Oh, what, what, what about Gaga? Oh, and Lady Gaga concert. Awesome. I was hoping that Nelson would draw like a lightning bolt on his head, but what does that mean? What is the lightning bolt? I saw a guy with the lightning bolt. Yeah, because, you know, I'm pop, the video music video paparazzi. She does it. Oh, it's poker face. She does it. Oh, okay. No, I didn't do it. Can, um, we, can we see your poker face, Nelson? I don't have a poker face. I don't play poker. Oh, you don't know what that means, do you? Yes, I do. I do. I do. Do you really? I do. Do you? I mean, it's in the lyrics. She's just trying to, you know, make sure that no one notices what she's doing behind her boyfriend's back because she's into another girl. No, she's not do not about that. She's fantasizing about another girl. God, so are you fantasizing about another guy? No. Wait. Oh, my gosh. Andrew, what the... Ah, oh, asshole. Anyways, Raul's back online. Let's see. What did I do? <laughs> Scapegoat. Joe, wow. you look bored. Are Someone's you okay? Someone's way too into their girlfriend to blame her for what she just did to him. What? Either that, you, know, you know what we just saw was your poker face. You're sitting there talking to Jesse and you're dreaming about Andrew, you fag. Oh, no. I have to share like, a, a room with him in Vegas. That's what I just saw. I just saw it. I'm sharing a room I with two other guys when we go to CES. Please, Raul, save us and tell us what you did. Because Ridiculous. Raul can't get online, so I guess we can count him out for today's podcast. Oh, uh, Jesse, tell us. So, what have you been up to? Uh, it's not my turn. What have you been up to, Nelson? Oh, what have I been up to? Well, yes. besides Battlestar Galactica and Lady Gaga, been getting on... Oh, there's Raul. So I'll finish yep, up. I'm back. Um, I'm on Wi-Fi now. I'm finishing up what I've been doing for the past week, so... Uh, Let's see. Been playing Team Fortress 2, you know, trying to get those achievements done so I can get the new sword and the new uh, shield for the demo man. So you sort of have to shoot random bombs everywhere. And it's been fun. I, I love Team Fortress. And it's a whole lot of fun. Other than that, nothing else. Uh, going to Raul, what you've been doing for the past week? Mm. Finishing up stuff at Berkeley. Uh, working a lot of shifts, you know, during finals. <laughs> Can we talk uh, about your, uh, real quick, can we talk about your acapella group? What about it? So, how many hits are you up to now with your acapella poker face performance? About 1,150,000. You passed 1 million. Congratulations. You passed 1 million. Yep. Congratulations. Um, can, can I mention something about a show? Go ahead. Uh, you told me over I Am that America's Got Talent called you oh. guys up. Uh, I don't. I don't know the full details. Our our business manager was talking about something about America's Got Talent and something else about a commercial. I don't know the details, so I can't really comment on it. I've been asking for for your autograph, man. Give it to me. Did, haven't I? Haven't I, don't you have something of mine that I've signed already? Probably like a IHOP receipt or something. <laughs> I don't know. 
Anyways. He wants you to sign his boob roll. I don't have any albums. Ugh, that's that's disgusting. I'm not I'm not gonna do it. Disgusting. All right, moving uh, on uh, to our favorite internet BFF, Joe the Peacock. What? Who me? Yes, you. Yeah, Helen Tig is the twelfth Cylon. Just thought I'd <laughs> let you know now. Uh, Joe Joe is my real life BFF. You yeah. dick! Did, oh man! What? Man! What? No. Man. You don't even know what that means if you've only been through the first season, so shut up. Helen is the XO's wife. Uh-huh. Oh. 12 Cylon. So, so hey, okay, he, he, what have I been he's up to going this week? Um, I did a book signing in Indianapolis. That was fun. Um, they do find Earth, but it's a rotten, <laughs> destroyed Hulk. Um. <laughs> Ruined yes. by the original Cylons. Uh, Ruin it. Ruin it for him. Um, Look how Andrew's quiet. <laughs> yeah. And uh, let's see. I've been... Um, I, You know, uh, Penguin told me that they... they done talking. They're really happy with the book. Uh, everything's doing really well in my world. It's good. Um, got some great news uh, about another thing I'm working on, that Akira project. Nelson, are you... Are you Nelson... Like Dira Project, go ahead. You can hear me? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm um, ready to take off my headphones just in case. No. I, I I'm know not you. Gonna, uh, I'm not going to talk about how Brother Cavill stages the Brother Fish <laughs> the Cylons and causes the fissure, which has the Cylons at war with one another. I'm not going to talk about that. Um, what I am going to talk about instead is uh, the, the Akira Project's been doing pretty good. Um, Tunesium signed on, so I'm going to be exhibiting my carousels nationally. That's good. So that's what I've been up to. And that's Joe. Thank you. Thank you for telling us what you've been doing for the past week. Man, yeah. we're, we're barely, barely, barely doing the intro, and he's already derailed this podcast severely. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> no, Joe's my hero. Anyways, well, moving on. So, you know what uh, else I did? I uh, did not think, I really honestly didn't think it was possible to pull a Snape Kills Dumbledore on this crowd, being that it's pixelated geek, but for some fucking reason, the host of the show hasn't seen Battlestar Galactica. Oh, it felt so good to ruin every single surprise. Well, have you, have you actually looked at the, uh, the poll? Because there's a whole bunch of movies he hasn't seen yet. Yeah, yeah no, I was embarrassed for him. How has he not seen Fight Club? I know, right? What the fuck? Uh, if you guys don't know what the poll we're talking about, it's the one on the right side of our website. Uh, we our last podcast, we t- they derailed the cast, derailed the show. And no, I no, wasn't even on the derail. show. You failed. You failed. failed. I failed on the show, and so the guys came up with the show, the movies that should be suggested that I go watch uh, to regain my man card because I've seen Notting Hill, but not. A fight club and love actually and, and, love and actually. twilight and twilight and not twilight, twilight but not tron or oh, yeah tron kidding me tron is a big I thing i don't know dude it, it doesn't this is pixelated geek how many weeks in a row do i have to come on here and chastise you every, every week every week every week anyways um playing arkham asylum does not make you a geek you need to change your logo to pixelated fag. It's just oh. awful. <laughs> hey, Andrew, can you draw that? Uh, what, what, Fleek with, uh, what does he have? A strap on or something? Yeah. No, because fag doesn't mean gay. Didn't you see the new the new episode of South Park oh. where they redefine the oh, word? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean gay. It means Harley riding dickhead who calls his site pixelated geek and has no geek cred at all. You went to Twilight, dude. Oh, you he got man. offended. You see that, Joe? What? Nelson, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm submitting my letter of resignation. No, we're just changing the name of the podcast. I don't mind being a guest on Pixelated Fag. I'm all right. <laughs> I am. I mean, I match my bag to my shoes, and I'm okay with oh, that. Joe. Oh, what? Joe. What? I'm saying. Okay. Just, just how can you be with this guy? He's, he's... Dude, I saw Tron when I was in eighth grade, and I asked him. I'm like, have you seen Tron? I know. Oh, I know. Oh, You've got actual cred. You know how bad it is that they use papyrus in Avatar. That's just disgusting. Speaking of Avatar, let's segue really? that into our first topic. Save so Star Wars, though. Talks about the topic list. Oh, uh, mainstream filmmaking 
to me is equal to auto-tuned auto rap nowadays. Um, because in the slate, James Cameron is quoted to say, let me get the quote. Where is that? Where is that? If I did Titanic today, I'd do it very differently. There wouldn't be a 750-foot-long set. There would be small set pieces integrated into a large CGI set. I wouldn't have to wait seven days to get the perfect sunset for the kiss scene. We'd shoot it in front of a green screen, and we'd choose our sunset. So everything is getting super digital, and it's becoming a point where the art is actually from CGI and not from the actual... Um, the actual camera angles and um, different types of lighting as we did for back when uh, CGI wasn't really that big of a deal in movies. Uh, when I went to a couple movies with Jessica, she mentioned that... Which ones? She, <laughs> she mentioned that yeah, she liked the, the film grain on, on a movie... Th a movie screen and I was like I'm not a big fan of that you know it looks dirty and everything and she's like no it looks nostalgic but now with all the CGI that's happening uh, for each big blockbuster movie uh, I'm kind of realizing that yeah I want the film grain back or at least something where it's like uh, for example uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind where there was no CG it was just straight up like set design and camera angles and camera trickery that was a good movie. Oh, yeah. It's a fantastic movie. Fuck yeah, it was. So, um... And Spike Jones is a genius. Oh, yep, uh, yep, I yep. asked Jessica to come on the show today to pipe up about... What the hell is that? With what? Like someone yelling in the background. Anyways. Uh, my, my, my brother and my cousin are playing video games in the other room. Are you sure? Okay. All right. Jessica, uh, do you want to uh, talk about, you know, old school filmmaking and today's filmmaking? Well, back then it was all about, you know, like, actual talent. Now it's just all about, you know, like, not that I'm saying that there's, like, no talent nowadays, but you know, I actually did creativity. Now it's just all dependent on um, computers, which is a shame because that's the whole point of, like, movie magic, you know? You remember that show back in the day? I think it was on the Discovery Channel called Movie Magic, and they would show all, like, the stuff they would do to, like, do, like, stunts and different stuff for action movies. Have you seen that? I, I, I recall something like that. Yeah, yeah like too. that was always the best thing to watch because you're like, oh, wow, that's really clever, you know? Now you don't really have that anymore. Mm. I think that's why I was kind of turned off to watch Avatar because it was just all CGI'd. I might as well just go watch a Pixar movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, like, you know, mainstream film is like, well, I mean, you, the auto tune, the auto tune analogy works, but for me, it's more like a death of cinematography than actual yeah, filmmaking. Yeah, pretty much. But, I mean, like you know, you, you you can you can have the best directing ever, but if your cinematography sucks, then you know the movie shit because you don't know what the fuck you're looking at. Mm -hmm. And now with CGI, it's like you, you get around that. You film a green, you film people in from a green screen, and there you go. That's that's you can manipulate the shot any way you want. And so it, it is kind of a death of cinematography there because of it. I mean, you know, CGI has allowed a lot of things lately, and. You know, the directors have been able to realize, like, you know, their visions that they haven't been able to realize before just because, you know, movie technology wasn't as great, you know, a few years ago. But when you start relying heavily on CGI, that's when you start having a problem. Because yeah. then it, 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 it looks odd. So Avatar is completely CGI? Because I, I haven't what I, like, don't care for the trailers or don't care for the... Um, for the movie, you know, it's like not my doesn't seem like the plot is interesting enough. Kinda yeah, like, it it's dancing with Smurfs, but yeah, yeah, dancing with Smurfs. But uh, but here's a question: like movies like Sin City, I mean, that was CGI as well and done all green screen, but that was like a fantastic film or like Three Hundred for that matter. You well, know? yeah, but the, those those are movies that are like based on comic books and like mm -hmm. you know when you're doing something like that, you're trying like. The graphic novels have a very distinct feel to them. Hold on. Hold on. Uh -oh. Before we get too far with that line of thought, I don't think the source material has any bearing on the distinction between filmmaking and what I'm hearing you guys are agreeing is basically the art of making cartoons with computers. Um, 
And I think that, you know, you have to be very careful with the lines that you're going to draw if you're going to take a side in an argument. What I would say is that I do agree with Raul's stance that you can't really call it cinematography or filmmaking once you, I wouldn't call at any point what I call uh, Up or Toy Story or any of those uh, fully digitally, fully, you know, animated movies a cinematography, a cinematic uh, masterpiece, nor would I call it filmmaking. I would call it long form cartooning. I would I would call it you know long form animation, but it's not truly film because you didn't film anything. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think we have analogies now where all we have to look at are two and a half hour pieces of, of footage, and we call that a film because in the day it was human actors with sets and designs, and it was done on film. Now everything's done on video or you know the red one camera or whatever, and so now you have these long form CGI based you know stories. We're calling them films, and not that I'm going to go to every theater in the world and tell everybody, hey, you need to quit calling this a film, because that's just when things get stupid. But what I would say is that you have to kind of take things for what they are. Uh, What James Cameron is doing is he's putting a new face on Hollywood, a new way of making films. I can't say that I blame the guy for wanting to do Titanic the way he's saying he wants to do it, because if you adjusted Titanic for inflation uh, in 2009, the movie cost somewhere around $500 million to make, whereas Avatar cost $240 250 million to make. I think it was 250. And, yeah, it was 250 in today's dollars, which back when he made Titanic would be somewhere around 60, um, and is a far brighter piece of film. If you guys remember at the time of Titanic, the biggest deal in the world, especially amongst Linux geeks, was how many Linux clusters were made to render that boat in the CGI scenes, because you just couldn't recreate the Titanic without building a Titanic. So you could never tell the story of Titanic, which blue, don't get me wrong, fucking, why didn't she just put Jack on the raft with her? I don't fucking exactly. get that. Exactly. Um, that's not yeah. really love, you whore. Um, but just anyway. let him drown. Yeah, so enough, enough with the romantic love story side of Titanic. The, the actual filmmaking of Titanic, you can still call that a film because they use 3D to enhance certain aspects and build their sets that they could never make in real life, just like, you know, um, if you had to render space, you only, you only have your imagination. I mean, you can't really say that Star Wars cheated by building models and make everything in black in the background and render their stars. And I'm talking a long time, I'm sorry. But yeah. I guess where I'm trying to go with this is that the distinctions we're trying to make are starting to get into straw man territory. And what I would say is that just using CGI does not turn it into auto-tune. What I would say is boy meets girl, uh, boy and girl have romance, boy finally confesses that he loves her, Girl sees boy with wrong girl at wrong time, uh, leaves before she can see boy push girl away, misunderstanding is had, boy must win girl's love, the end. That's auto-tune. And that's been the way it has been since Casablanca. Um, just because you're using computers to render certain scenes does not make that auto-tune. Well, isn't I would also- Avatar rendered completely in CGI? Uh, no. No, there's no. tons of non-CGI scenes. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Oh, yeah, 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 when they're, like, actually, like, human, right? When they're not, like, in that one Smurf world, you could say, right? Smurf world. Yeah, and the humans still interact with the Navi, so, I mean, they got that whole thing going on, too. Well, there's that, and then the Navi pieces are the only full CGI filmmaking, right? Or, I just did it myself. The only full CGI scenes. But there are certainly scenes in the control room with some of the war machines and the human military where they have, you know, green screen backgrounds with actors acting in front of it. Um... You know, so it is mixed between CGI and human. But I guess where I'm going with this is simply that, you know, I do agree you can't call one thing another and expect it to stick unless you're just going to rely on the fact that we're going to redefine the word. What I will say is that um, one thing James Cameron did was found a brand new way to make every new movie in Hollywood so much more in-depth and believable using computers and then proceeded to tell the world's most boring story with it. Um, And I'm, I'm stealing that quote, I think, from The Onion, but I'm not sure. Mm. Um, but it is. It's like, oh no, humans are bad and going to trash the environment, and we're capitalist and greedy. Yeah, That's it's Ferngully, the last rainforest. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of nice. kind of blows. I mean, you know, that sucks. It's not nearly as good as Terminator Two. Um, oh, Terminator Two is awesome. Yeah, I kind of wear that guy. <laughs> I wonder where he went. Like, who's who's? Where did that guy who wrote Terminator Two go? I wonder. Kind of blows, but. I don't know. Anyway, so enough of that little Dia Tribe there. Um, it's the last time I will make sense this entire podcast, I promise. Mm. <laughs> oh, darn. Oh, darn. But yeah, I, I just feel like when, um, I guess the day 
when it comes like where someone just uses CGI completely and just hires some actors to say, "Hey, can I use a likeness of your face?" And the next thing you know, it's just all CGI. That's when you mean like, Beowulf. Oh yeah, oh, that was uh, a terrible movie. Oh wow, totally yeah. forgot about that one. Did, did you see that movie? Moving on. Okay. Good. All right. Ignore Andrew. <laughs> no, but isn't it? Wait. So it's it's cheaper to actually do a film like all CGI or like versus using real objects. Now, well, yeah. yeah, you do a time. combination. You you build like the set has some objects, but you your backgrounds are all like CGI. In some cases, yeah, because you know it's it's very difficult to get. I mean, if you really want a, a great expose on that, watch the DVD commentary on episodes one, two, and three for Star Wars. Um, and uh, you know, listen to see how hard it was for Natalie Portman to work with that um, CGI. What was his name? Um, Jar Jar. Uh, Jar Jar. Played Anakin. No. Uh, oh. oh, the little kid. <laughs> yeah, Wizard. Uh, they that the Anakin actor's choice were the worst ever, yeah. both an adult. Why uh, not uh, Haley Joe Osmond? Wasn't wasn't he of age at the time? Sorry, I think he's doing something else. I don't know, but um, I guess my thing is that they talk about that and how hard it is to act with um, a non-existing entity. Or the DVD commentary on Lord of the Rings. All three of those they talk about how hard it was to work with the Gollum character um, originally. So they had the actor actually stand in and do the parts and then wear the suit, and then they went and rendered around him, which made everything so much more believable. Um, the thing is, and this is, I'm not, I swear to God, I'm not trying to turn the conversation into Akira, but what I'll say is that if you look at the film Akira, right, greatest anime ever made, that's yep. why I love it, but I when you look at what it took to make that film, you have, you know, four animation studios working around the clock for two and a half years to make a two and a half hour movie where, you know, 24 frames a second, not one frame is redone or reused like a Wile E. Coyote cartoon. And the total cost back in 1988 was like $31 million. To make that movie now the exact same way would be like $180 to $200 million adjusted for inflation. No one will ever, ever do a movie that way again because you can go and hire Pixar for $60 million, make a fully CGI, digitally rendered movie that is beautiful, absolutely astoundingly gorgeous. I mean, I, I think that any of the Pixar movies are fantastic. The Incredibles are... You know, um, I, I think we just saw Bolt the other day. That was a great movie. Bolt um, wasn't Pixar, huh? Yep. Bolt is not Pixar. Yeah. Oh, it's not Pixar, but it's still a digital digi- Disney movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Up Up is astounding. Let's put it that way. Up is fantastic. Up um, almost up, made me cry. Up was like thirty-two million dollars in two thousand nine dollars, right? Um, huge effort, lots of computers, way cheaper than it took to hire these somewhere around two hundred artists to paint. 24 frames a second of, you know, Akira. It will never, ever, ever happen that way again. It's a work of art that will never be recreated and will always be underappreciated because when kids look at that movie versus Toy Story, they're going to go, oh, this Toy Story thing is fantastic. You know? Yeah. I mean, it looks neat. Um, why do I want to watch these, you know, hand-painted whatevers? I don't, they don't really get it. It's awesome. Yeah, well, there's that. Yes. But, I mean, you get what I'm saying, that, you know, yeah. today's filmmaking is forever different because the cost-benefit ratio to everyone with money, unless they are insane artist types who just want to see beautiful art made, they're never going to go for it. You know, it's just not going to happen. It costs way too much money to do things the old way. It's the way it is. It's yeah, kinda, I mean, costs yeah. way look, too much look money at the... to connect every call in America. That's why we have automated, you know, call connection now That's it just makes sense. That's a good way to think about it. I just it, it just made me sad, and you know, like it's like okay, most of the stuff is going um, is going the way of digital. The dodo. When when you can just like <clears throat> film in a uh, forest or something and actually take your time to get the a real lighting and everything, and so kind of fake. And that's why it made me think of auto tuned rap, where it's like okay, try to try to do it for real on stage, and next thing you know, you can't. But well, just, to, just another thing to think of it, kind of like uh, Little Big Planet. I mean, they gave you like all the ability to make your own game. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's kind of what I'm seeing with this whole like digital uh, filmmaking is that eventually, we're, you know, the independents are going to be able to do their own films, you know, and for cheap, sure. you know, 
like uh, like Ink, that movie that I just watched. I mean, that guy did everything. He produced it. He directed it. You know, and the movie looked like awesome. It looked great, and it was an independent movie. Yeah. You know? well, look, at, look at the red camera system. The red camera system is unbelievable. It's digital. It's it looks just like film. It is astounding. And I could actually get a camera for less than a cost of a home mortgage, you know? Hmm. It makes filmmaking approachable to me. Even if I'm not all that great a director, I don't have the cost barriers that, say, you know, a Scorsese or a Cameron or anyone else ever had. That's both good and bad, right? Because now we're opening the playing field to everyone with a great idea. We're also opening the playing field to everybody with a bad idea and enough money to make it happen. Um, you know, it's, it's like it's like YouTube on a bigger scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah like there are sci-fi originals. But the beautiful thing is, now it's a world of attention, isn't it? It's kind of great that just because you made it doesn't entitle you to have viewership like it did ten years ago or fifteen or twenty years ago. I mean, you know, think about it. You can watch any movie if a studio said, "Hey, we're going to put some money behind Fast and the Furious Forty Four, uh, Infinite Drift around telephone poles." And we put that in the theater in 1996. There's a guaranteed section of the world who will go and watch that film because a some studio said it was worth it. B there's nothing else to do Friday night, and C there's a limited number of screens. Now we have an infinite number of screens or near infinite because every computer in America can play movies, and no one's going out to the theater. I have access to Google, YouTube, and my friends on Twitter who tell me what's good. It's a beautiful thing, right? Now there's the limitation is not. Technology, the limitation is not someone in an ivory tower telling me I can and cannot publish what I want to publish. The limitation now is, are you good enough to get my attention? You know, let's put it this way, and I hate to say this because it sounds kind of conceited, I wouldn't have a career in writing right now if that wasn't the case. If it wasn't for the fact that I could go and publish anything I wanted on my blog, find a way to self-publish my book, and for a modest price, put my paper book out and get people's attention, I wouldn't have a career. In writing, it wouldn't happen that way, you know. I, hell, I wouldn't have a career in design. I wouldn't be able to go and learn Photoshop because yeah, I can sure. get a copy of it, you know. Right. Like it's very DIY culture these days, and I think it's a great thing and a bad thing because there's so much garbage now. Um, but at the same time, when you find something truly special, it's that much better because you had to sift through that much crap to get to it. And by the way, you're all listening to the Joe the Peacock's uh, Joe Peacock's podcast. Um, you can listen to it every Monday. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> it's okay. It's I've done okay, all man. the talking, haven't I? I I'm gonna... Yeah. Hey, you know what? Preach on. Preach on. You no, know, because you I love I love Raul and I love Andrew and I love Jess. I don't really love you all that much, Nelson. <laughs> and I, I just realized Aww. this week I've completely, I just won't shut the fuck up. Yeah, you won't just shut the fuck up. But you know, a last thing about Titanic and all the whole filmmaking thing, you mentioned before we got on the air, the papyrus font. Yes, Avatar used the papyrus font for its subtitles and movie title. Joe, your thoughts? Actually, let's ask Jess because I think they're the same. Yeah. Well, i <laughs> Don't call me that. I'm not that. Well, you um, okay, Is that even a word? Yeah. Topographer? Yeah. Um, I, today. I just thought, I guess the graphic designers were like, let's make it earthy, so let's do some papyrus. Like, I guess I'm thinking they didn't have enough money to actually get an actual font, so that's what I'm thinking. How much they is a font from House Industries? Thousands. Why not just make one? They could have just, yeah, for real, they could have just made them, but I guess they didn't want the money. Because it takes years just to make one font. Well, no, that's not necessarily true. I made one out of my handwriting in two or three days. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I mean, I'm not but, kidding. I, mean, I don't I know, maybe, maybe they're just trying to go that way and, you know, everyone just bypassed it because they were more concerned about the movie. It's like how um, nowadays a lot of um, movies also use the font Trajan. So... Yeah, Trajan's a little overblown, but Papyrus is disgusting because it ships with Word, right? Yeah. Um, if you can put it in a PowerPoint presentation with no effort or or decision-making whatsoever, it doesn't belong in a professional production with the notable exception of Helvetica. Yeah. Huh. That's so, kind of my feeling. Is that it's cheating, it's sad, and it's pathetic. I think that use of Papyrus or Comic Sans in any regard whatsoever by anyone making money from something is mm -hmm. theft. It's it's there's no creativity in it whatsoever. Papyrus it's kind of laziness, literally. Yeah. It's awful. Helvetica's yeah. only shipped font 
that comes with an operating system that is allowed use because it's so ubiquitous and what a beautiful font. Beautiful. Yes. But, you know, Papyrus is just lazy. That's just disgusting. I mean, it, you know what? Honestly, it isn't even about laziness or cheapness or anything else. It's about taking pride in your work. And I think that anyone who did the title work on Avatar, especially the subtitle work, should feel guilty and awful and terrible that they made that choice because it's anathema. It's terrible. You don't do that. You just don't fucking do that. You don't use straw to build the house to keep the wolf out. You don't <laughs> fucking do it. You use brick. Yeah. Go about it the hard way and take some pride in your work. Be an you know, actual designer. You know? you know what also uses a funky font is um the movie Elf. They actually use curls in their opening sequence. And I don't know, it kinda they kinda get away with it since it's kinda like this quirky fantasy land, kinda corny thing, but I don't know, I saw it and I kinda my mouth just kinda dropped and the food in my mouth just fell out and I was like, Oh my god, they actually use curls. You know what? You know what I'd say the distinction is? You know curls because you work in the design field. I do too. Um mm -hmm. but everyone in the world who's ever done a PowerPoint presentation or sent a goddamn email with backgrounds turned on in their stupid outlook knows what Papyrus is and knows what Comic Sans is, and there's your distinction. If an MBA can choose it when they're trying to sell you on how many units they can move in Q4 <laughs> of this particular piece of crap software, then fuck you, don't put it in your $200 million movie. Especially if you're going to push the envelope digitally, right? Yeah. You've invented a brand new way to make movies. These people look somewhat real, and this is a whole new world. And we use Papyrus. <laughs> They just might as well add papyrus in yellow font with a white background, you know? <laughs> Why not just use smileys? I mean, just, just every subtitle have a little smiley face on the end. You know, just... Throw some emoticons in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if my mom can choose it when she sends me a fucking email, it shouldn't be in your $200 million movie. <laughs> oh, James. Oh my God, I just so reminded me of my subtitle in with love mom. <laughs> you, just, you just reminded me of my design teacher. Like, one time my friend used papyrus, and he's all, what the hell's that? And he's all, papyrus? And he's all, your grandma can use that. Don't even dare use that ever again. It's, you're, you're right. It's not, it's, it's lazy. You know, that is really the best way to put it. I want to put all kinds of marks on this and just show my designer chops. No, it's just flat out fucking lazy to use papyrus for any reason. So it's like a lens flare? <laughs> Pretty much a stop shadow with embossment, you know? You know? Oh, this, God, emboss? Yeah, it's it's yeah. just going down the menus in Photoshop saying, oh, that looks good. <laughs> You know, that is, I, you know what, I'll feather this, no one will know. You know, it's just, it's... <laughs> oh, design, how fun. All uh, right. Well, it's much more than design, man. It's, 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 it's pride in your work. You don't use papyrus. I bet you whoever did that, all that, you know, like you can, I guess you can call it um, branding in a way. I bet you that design firm just got like thousands of dollars for just putting papyrus in there. See what I'm talking about? You see what I'm talking about? This is the same goddamn thing as someone going to freetemplates.org oh. and downloading some shit and then charging somebody $10,000 for it because they're a web designer. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's fucking pathetic. There's, you're, you're stealing when you do that. You are stealing from me when I pay you and you use papyrus. You're a thief. That's how I feel. I mean... A papyrus. At least in Helvetica, you have to go and tailor the damn look to fit some sort of aesthetic. You can't just put Helvetica, type it out, and use the the, the exact kerning and and spacing between letters, and it looks okay. You need to be really tight. You need to be really spaced. You need to be extra wide. It takes some effort to make Helvetica look pretty stylish. You know, Creighton Barrel gets away with it. It's fantastic for them. Easy Papyrus, Penny does. I mean, and you know what else looks bad is Cowboy. Fucking forty nine dollar font on fonts dot com. Cowboy. I can't tell me how many goddamn bands I see with cowboy font. He's off on a yeehaw. He's off on a rant again. Here we go. No, I'm pissed. I'm angry. And right, Reservoir let's, Grunch, let's, go. Let's, let's move Whoever's on to the, the next topic before he Rose, keeps going. The power up to shut up. All right, moving on, moving on. Um, wait, but let me, let me before uh, you go on. Just show him the link Nelson, of Helvetica in Comic Sans. Girlfriend, talk. You let show her, she wants to talk. Okay, girlfriend, talk. No, yeah, just Jeff, show up the, the the Helvetica shirt in Comic Sans. Oh shit! It's on busted. Oh, show Joe. He'll go freaking off right now. Oh, I can't wait. Show me. Link it. And everyone listening to the podcast, there's a link you can't click because this is audio. 
Uh, I'll put it in the show notes. You guys will see it. Okay. You know, let, me, let me get in the chat room. It's in the audience chat room right now. Click on that. I actually want to know, like, I want to know how much bad feedback you get when I show up on the show. I wonder. Go ahead do and people, click that link and tell me your thoughts. Do people like actually, email I want, you? Actually, like, I want Andrew's thoughts on this. Andrew. that asshole off the uh, show. Click the link. Oh, I'm an asshole now? <laughs> no, me. Me. Oh, you. Oh, I'm you. an asshole. You're awesome. I'm awesome, but I'm, like I'm not a, excellent. A you sort of voice <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at the shirt. Andrew, that is awesome. Thoughts yeah. on the shirt. That shirt's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Oh my god, my freaking shirt. designer blood boiled. I was like, whoever did that shirt should die a slow and painful death and burn in fire no for hell way. for a Fucking. <laughs> they did it to be ironic. I'm no, buying no. it right now. Actually, the the best one You're is. Buying uh, it? I'm buying it right now. I'm buying it. I mean, look, look at the description. A slap in the typeface. It's a joke. Oh, shit. My it. Firefox. Here I go. Uh -oh. I'm checking out with PayPal, the safer, easier way to pay. You guys want to know my <laughs> PayPal password? What's your PayPal password? I don't know, but it's 284 characters long. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. I use that one password. Have you guys ever used one password? No. Oh, it's pretty great, man. You use one password. You you just you go in and you type in your password, what you want to remember, and then you uh, go to any site you have a password for. It'll automatically generate a password for that site and keep track of it. And so when you go to that site, you just go into the list and you click what site you're at, and it'll enter the password for you. Oh, onepassword.com. I don't. I don't fucking know, man. I just downloaded it. Dot net. <laughs> yeah. Dot info. Dot cc. Uh, just, dot biz. There's a site called Google that will like go and find shit for you. It's kind of wicked, and what? you can like no, no Bing? type in one password, like the number one. You mean Bing? Bing. There are errors with my submission. Bing. Fuck you. All right. Yeah, I put my phone number in here now. I'll tell you guys my phone number. All right, go. I have your phone hey. number. You have my yeah, you do because you came to my book signing because you're awesome and Nelson's not. Yeah, I was, Anyways, no so tell everybody how awesome my book signing was, and then I'll shut up. It was fucking awesome. Thank you. And, and right. Nelson was Nelson was lame for not going, but then again, you know, we learned last week that Nelson is really fucking lame. Dude, how many power ups are the people in your basement going to end up getting? <laughs> Two, sir. I'd like another. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're playing. I think they're playing NCAA two thousand something. I don't know. NCAA? That's not even NBA. That's I mean, base, basketball is lame to begin with. Yeah. No, that's, that's college that's basketball. Football. Is way football. It's college football. Oh, who gives a shit? It's not even a real game. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, another topic we had, if we have time for it. Uh, Andrew, did you want to chime in on e-readers? Is it time to make the jump? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I was like, actually searching for uh, an e-reader the other day because I, I heard about the Nook the Barnes & Noble one. That one looks the best so far, but I'm kind of holding out for the Apple tablet, but I just wanted to hear what everyone else's thoughts were. Can Wait. you order off of Amazon with the Nook? Um, good question. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's sort of my distinction right there. It's like the ubiquity of books. I know Barnes & Noble is in a great position. They can, you know, basically dominate the market if they want to, but Amazon makes things so much easier, and they're already digital. Mm -hmm. Barnes & Noble has a massive problem going, you know, converting digital uh, for their revenue. So I don't know how I feel about that. Andrew, is this what you wanted to talk about two weeks ago but got confused with the Nintendo e-reader? That, that might have been it. That, that actually <laughs> solves the mystery right there. You know what's going to break the market wide I open, actually? This is, this is me being serious again. Are you guys ready? Oh, God. How dare go. you put pixelated geek and papyrus? <laughs> you just noticed that now? Yeah. Wow, that's such a pretty font. Well, did you? Did you I what? paid $500 million to use that. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you guys' thoughts. Sorry. No, you're totally what? fine. And there's my receipt because I totally bought it. <laughs> All right. So, Andrew, uh, the e-reader. Yes. No, I'm, I'm being serious. I'm he's, he's I want to be serious. serious. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. What's going to do it is the Apple tablet. <laughs> yeah, that, that's oh. what I'm waiting for. I want it. I want you it. Know, buying, buying the Kindle, buying the Note, those are great. They're e-paper or e-ink, and I think that's fine. Um, and I like what the Nook brings to the table with the two touchscreens, but the Apple tablet is going to make e-readers actually viable. Um, that's what's going to do it. And there's my receipt for the Helvetica uh, shirt. 
because you guys don't believe me and you think I'm lying just for effect for the show because people are interested in what I have to say about Helvetica shirts. Okay. All right. But no, I don't know. Helvetica shirts and Comic Sans font. You know, I'm going to buy each one of you one. What? Really? No. Yes. You all get Helvetica shirts tonight. Merry Christmas. This Yay. is my Yay. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, I'm going to send them all to Nelson and he's in charge of getting them to you. Are you serious? Yeah. No, I don't believe you. He's probably going to just email me um, the graphic of that yeah. the black guy. <laughs> and, so, and that's cool. That's cool, too, dude. I don't Nelson, like collect everybody's shirt size and mail it to me, and I'll have it shipped to you, and everybody gets oh. a helmet. Oh, how sweet. How sweet. That's really nice. Dude, you're, you're awesome. You're not, a, you're not a dick. You're not the dick I knew. Like, well, well, this is me buying my way out of dominating the whole show. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. All right. Um, speaking of Christmas gifts, I did promise one person in today's live chat, and uh, and I thought only one person. We didn't finish the e-reader discussion. You know? Yeah, you're you're interrupting the e-reader discussion. Jump the gun. You know yeah. what? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna take everyone's name down for the Christmas present raffle, and uh, go ahead, Joe. Or, wow, Andrew. What? Me? Yes. I, I thought Joe was getting serious. I thought he's done. I did. Yeah, he was serious. Oh, you, there's your serious moment? Well, my question really for the e-reader thing is, is what is it going to do to bookstores? Yeah. Nothing? I love going to Barnes and & Nobles and Borders. Well, I think well, I Barnes mean, & Noble might be fucked, but I think Borders could be saved just because they have CDs and DVDs and such. That. No, you're entirely wrong for the exact wrong reason. Um, the thing about books, and this is a big, big thing, and I'm not just in a fantasy land because I write them. Um, people read everything I write on the web first. Somehow, I've still been able to manage to sell, you know, tens of thousands of copies of each of my book. Why? How many copies have you sold? I'm not talking about that right now. I'm talking about why people would buy it. <laughs> and wow. what I'm, what I'm going to come out with is that Snap. every every book I've written, every story I've written is available for free digitally. I can also give it to you in a Kindle format. I can give it to you in a PDF. And I do freely. And somehow, some way, people still buy the physical book because there is a tangible thing that happens with the written word that doesn't happen on the screen. Um, there's, there's something about the book relationship to a reader, that the actual hands-on involvement of taking in information that feels somewhat transient on the web or digitally on a screen that feels more permanent in paper form. I well, don't think that books are going to you know, disappear. I also don't think that book sales are going to regenerate because people are going to dis- you know. I do think the book sales are going to dip more and more and more as digital readers become available because it's more convenient for some people to consume their books digitally. But I don't think books will go the way of DVDs or CDs um, just because DVDs are a digital representation of a story on the screen. You remove the DVD, you still have the exact same thing when you go download it via BitTorrent or watch it via Netflix or have HBO or Stars send it to your home. Same thing with music. Once you pop the CD in, the relationship is over between you and the physical media. It's done. But with a book, the relationship with the physical media is, is a lot. It's a, it's a tremendous amount, actually. And I don't think the bookstores will ever disappear for that exact reason. There's, there is just something about like having a book in your hands and reading it. Like, I mean, you can read it on the screen, but my eyes hurt. Christ, dude. What's going on over there? Yeah. I have no idea. Hey, shut up! Jaguar loose in the basement? Release the hounds. <laughs> I can see like the ebook though being good for college students because it'll be cheaper. Because you know you spend so much money on books every semester. Yeah, that, I'm looking forward to that certainly. Yeah, like, but like what about libraries. Well, yeah, that and the other area that I'm really cons- uh, like interested in is the comic books. Like where, where they're going. You know what? If I they're going to switch to all digital. Of all formats, comic books could benefit the most from a digital a digital distribution. Um, I have a massive digital comic book collection at this point. I, it has replaced my thumbing through my old books because actually I I can actually read a story a lot better on a widescreen monitor now than I can flipping pages. Um, now there's a long conversation to be had about the actual medium being an impetus on how to tell a story. And, And Alan Moore and Neil Gaiman can tell you that story a lot better than I can, but they will definitely explain to you that, they write their stories anticipating that at page two, at page four, at page six, at page eight, you have to flip the page. And that page one to two and three to four and five to six, you can span two pages in a thought stream. 
which is why at the end of panels on page two, four, six, eight, ten, when you flip the page, the action is almost never an immediate action. If Spider-Man's walking through the door on the next page, he's through the door, not about to go through the door. The spider sense doesn't start tingling on the first panel of page three. It starts tingling in the middle of page three or at the end of page four, you know? Yeah. Um, and with digital format, you know, if you read Scott McCloud's, um, God, I talk a lot. Yeah, you do, wow. dude. And I, uh, <laughs> I say we just move on. Um, Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talk a lot, Joe. Just doesn't like this because he don't read books. <laughs> I, I do not read. The only books I've read is both Joe's books and, um, like, probably one chapter of each book I was assigned to read. And I, I just, I don't know how I got through school. Wait, okay, so I'm confused Anyways, now. But, yeah. No, well, so, you really, so you really yeah, you don't watch movies. You, you don't, don't read, read books. books. Do you listen to music? Yes. Okay. So yeah. Now ask him what bands he listens to before you say it's music. Well, yeah, I, I know it's Lady Gaga and uh, what, Hannah Montana? No. no. Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Miley Cyrus. Uh, They're the same person. Did you know that? Lady, uh, I, right really. now it's Lady Gaga. Before then, it was Linkin Park. Before then, it was Rent. Before then, it was Avenue Q. And then, wow. Uh, was you listen to music. Super. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Yeah, wow. Cool. And then, uh, I don't know, it's just, oh, Daft Punk, Daft Punk is in there. Like, uh, I had to get him into music. Where's the music? Name a band, a, a group, an arranger, name someone who has written some music. I invited him to a Radiohead concert and he would not go. There oh. you go. There's all the music. I don't know. Radiohead does not interest me. Beats and lyrics are not music. Rap is, for the most part, not music, even though I am a rabid R&B, hip-hop, and rap fan. Thug Nasty. Thug Nasty. Joe, Joe Peacock Thug Nasty. <laughs> Joe Thug Nasty. Peacock. Oh, I can get buck. I can get buck. You want me, you want me to throw down, Throw dog? down. Throw down. Hold on. Do you need a beat? No, I don't need a beat. Oh, oh. I go acapella. Go. Go. Okay. Go. This is, go. This is my rendition of my favorite... Black Sheep song called For Those That Slept. Are you ready? <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Fuck you. 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 That's a lot of fucks. Oh, Joe. You're awesome. Hot damn. Cool. All right. Um. God, we so what was the next time? Are we done with the readers, Andrew? Okay, here's the next poll then. What song should Nelson listen? What band should Nelson no, listen I'm not to, even about to, to get his manicard? <laughs> <laughs> Steel Panther. Steel Panther. <laughs> when I ask somebody what music Man of War. <laughs> and Lincoln Park, I'm not about to waste my time. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Everyone, teach me how to be a man. Like, no, not like, man. Geek. Uh, You're not a Dude, I think that ship like has Mulan. sailed. <laughs> How do we God, like over the Mulan. rainbow it sailed. <laughs> you just depressed me with every listen to this crap. Away. Oh, okay, all right. You, you chose the name Pixelated Geek. You agonized for months with me over the name, and I'm like, yeah, Pixelated Geek. That sounds fantastic. What are you going to talk about? Well, nothing of any importance. Lady Gaga. <laughs> Lady fucking Gaga. And Twilight. Like, Don't forget I have Twilight. to admit, though, I have to admit, I did get him into that, so that's my fault. There's nothing I'm wrong with Lady Gaga. It's just not music. <laughs> all right, all right. Nah. Last, <laughs> last, last, I don't know. We have, what, like... New poll, Nelson, new poll. Okay, new poll. What's it going to be? What should why, does it ha why does it have to be about me, though? The new you name. always fail. Yeah. You you have named your site Geek. You have not seen Blade Runner, dude. Yeah, I mean just just just. Oh my god! I've seen. Wow, I'm Andrew, a chef who's never. I have a movie night at your house, dude. I totally want to do. I want to do a manly movie night and watch all those movies because those are like do my it. favorites. He won't understand Fight Club. Oh, no, probably not. Who's Tyler Durden? Boy. <laughs> Wikipedia does not actually make you understand that movie. I know. Or I know. read the book. Read the read the book. Oh my god, no, the book is so don't good. Don't do I'll that. Fall that's a mistake. 
You made uh, you didn't like the book? Oh, I love the book. Oh God, Chuck Mapalauna, fuck you. He guy, the guy sucks. Oh, I like that guy. Sniffle. Oh, he's a bad writer. He's a bad, bad writer. Right. Fantastic conceptualist, and the movie was genius. But the book blew, man. We have about seven minutes or so. We do not. There's no fucking clock. No one's going to cut us off except for you. We can talk as long as we want. Well, we'll we can talk after the show, but I have a meeting after this, and like... With uh, who? I think who? who do you have a meeting with? The frog. Booyah, the frog. No, BooyahPictures.com. <laughs> uh, BooyahPictures.com sounds like someone I would pass on. They're pretty funny. They're, they're funny. They're funny. Booyah Pictures. Yeah, BooyahPictures.com. I'll, I'll link what do them they on make? there. They make uh, short comedic films. Porn is funny now? What? Nothing. Well, anyways. Hey, you can link their YouTube channel. Yeah, here, I'll, I'll link them on the chat room. Booyah yeah. Films. Now, why are you meeting with them? Are they making something for you? No, I redesigned their website. Uh, Jessica and I redesigned their website. Okay. Are you getting money for this? Yes. Have they paid you yet? Uh, they paid half, and then now the they second. Can mm. They can wait. They can wait. Okay, anyways, uh, just want to let everyone know that we are going to, we got invited, actually no, we got accepted to go to CES, and we'll be there from January 6th to January 9th, and so expect a lot of coverage. We got a lot of appointments to go to for Capcom, um, uh, Samsung, Philips, uh, all these big technology press conferences, and from the small little indie de uh, developers of hardware to the big guys, we'll be covering everything you want to see at CES, or as much as we can within three days. Oh yeah, that's going to be a, a fun thing. Our yeah, you guys are going to have a lot of fun there. Our schedule. So, are you going to invite me as a guest correspondent? Uh, <laughs> I don't have money for your plane ticket, dude. I can fly myself. Just give me a mic. And he just money. released a book, you know. Uh, oh, shit. I'm signing outside CES. Well, uh, Joe, if I would have <laughs> known you, you would have. Uh, next event. Next event. I'll ask <laughs> you. Next event. You're scared to give me a mic and have me represent Pixelated Geek. You, you'd probably go up on stage during a press conference and, and do some, something and oh. say our name. That shit's easy. That's boring. What I want <laughs> to do is ask people the hard questions that they refuse to answer. Okay, Joe, say you're at CES with a microphone. Yes. You go up to the Samsung booth and talk to one of, like, the CTO. What do you say? The CTO of Samsung's not going to be at CES. <laughs> CTO of Samsung probably doesn't speak much English. He's Korean. Okay, even better. So I would say, how come you guys like kimchi so much? See, exactly. That's why. Wow. Kimchi's good. I don't understand kimchi. Spoiled like cabbage it. just isn't tasty. It's, I don't it's fucking. Pickled cabbage. Goodness. It's, it's tasty spoiled cabbage. I'll take that. Okay, yeah. so right now I'm going spoiled to. Spoiled cabbage and vinegar. Right now I'm going to random.org, and if you're not part of the live audience and you're just listening to this, well, you're screwed because I have five people on the list for. A little gift certificate from thinkgeek.com. Uh, do I qualify? No. I bought you a shirt. I don't what think he's going to believe it until he keeps it in his hands. Did you get me anything for Christmas at all? <laughs> well, well, now we have to. to. Now we have what? to. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's the, isn't it supposed to be a surprise? Yeah, surprising. There you go. I was yeah. surprised. You know what's surprising is that you actually said you were going to because I put you on the spot and you had no intention of giving me anything for Christmas. Ooh, busted. Same, Aaron. shame. So that's my present for you to say yes. You don't have to buy me anything, Nelson. Dude, just, didn't I? Where, where's that Christmas gift I gave you a long time ago? The Rock and Sock and Robots. That is in my closet. I can pull it out for you if you want. No, it's okay. I don't want you to pull out anything from your closet right now. So here's Chrissy Kins as number one. Link is number two. RCF 1105 is number three. Delta 811 is number four. Number pick five number one. is your blank file. So I just no, pick number one. People, and I'm going to go to random.org. Pick number one. Generate pick number one. a random number. So number is... I'm one. Sorry. Just sorry. One. The number is one. Random.org. One. Four. No. Yes. Four is not one. Uh, well, dude, random.org God said four. You know what I think you should do? 
Honestly, what? this I think everyone gets a gift certificate tonight. Oh shit! Wait, no. then I, oh, okay, it'll be all ten five, bucks then. All five people get a gift certificate tonight. That's a hundred bucks, dude. Yeah, I'll tip in. R dude, you must be making bank on your book. Oh no, I'm not. I just I I know how to be decent to my listeners who spend their time listening to me. Uh, oh. <laughs> Man, you just got outclassed. Yeah, he's got roasted. Everyone, everyone gets a gift certificate tonight, courtesy of mentallyincompetent.com. Yes, I will put that in the sponsorship. Um, and <laughs> God damn, Joe! Every show, you you always like to like, you know, run a marathon. Yeah, <laughs> frog. Oh, now Jessica's in. Oh my God! Why do you invite me? Why do you invite me? Because I love you. Okay, okay and so does yes, no. He, he he loves you in a gay way, and he he, he he confided this to me in secret. Oh, okay, so sorry, Nelson. The secret's out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Your poker face was broken. <laughs> yeah, you, you can think about Andrew another time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared of Vegas now. Dude, don't worry. Okay, he's a snorer. Snorer. What happened? I'm just gonna get a Neverlast. It's a Neverlast. All right, so that's all the time we have for today, and I think we're all call the locksmith. It's not all the time we have. It's all the time you feel like giving us, and it's so painful to know that you put money before your audience. Painful. Hey, dude. This whole site has been out of my pocket, and, and I can't. I'm not like you, where I can be like, make it rain and let it rain over there. And over yeah, I'm making there. it rain with the hundred dollars worth of gift certificate I'm gonna give to. It's not like everybody's getting a hundred dollars. Why don't you? <laughs> you know what? Been generous no, enough. Just just quit while you're ahead. I know. I know. Quit while I you're ahead. All shirts, and I'm giving. Open mouth. Insert foot. Get, Nah. Because I love everyone, and they've all been very sweet to me and listened to this crap all night, so they deserve something. Yes, yes, they all do. Um, again, I'm thankful for all the 14 people that subscribe to the iTunes or the RSS feed. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, thank you to my co-hosts, Raul, Jessica, Andrew, and the Joe the Peacock from FARC and MentallyIncontinent.com. Check both of those sites out. Uh, today's Christmas gift for the live listeners, all five of you, sponsored by mentallyincontinent.com. So thank you, Joe. Now, what was the letter and the number of the day? Uh, seven and P. Did you not watch Sesame Street, you asshole? <laughs> what? That's, that's another thing he fails at. Yeah, oh have, you, have you ever seen Sesame Street, Nelson? Yes. The the today's show was brought to you by the letters something and something and the number what? Come on. Let's go. The, what letters and number were this today's show brought to you by? T P oh. 7. Why? <laughs> because. Because why? Because he sucks. Toilet paper. Random That's letters you pick. You don't even. You could have done P and G for Pixelated Geek, but no, T and P. TNP. Oh, oh Those are both one point a piece in Scrabble. Can't even pick some fucking ten point letters. God, Z and just, oh god! Okay. All right, and we're 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 done recording. Yeah, just, just quit while you're ahead. Just quit while you're ahead. Hey, question: What's the name of the episode tonight? Um, fuck. Joe the Peacock Overkill. No, no, it's gonna be called really Joe the Peacock Podcast. <laughs> I'm sad we didn't get to hear the rest of their voice, though. Actually, I no. It. I'm gonna I'm gonna hijack the NBC logo and call it Peacock Podcast. <laughs> there you go. You invited me. I the letter P. You invited me. You know, I mean, it, you know what you're getting when you invite me. I know, I know. I I, I expect derailment, but um, <laughs> you were you were serious in the middle of it, so I was like, okay, he's done derailing. But you, you came back at the end. The real Joe came back. So Did you get through all your topics? 
No, but no, what? not even close. It's okay. We're, we're, we're done here, and thank you all for listening. Again, you can check us out on iTunes. Just search for Pixelate Geek or Pixelate Podcast. Three out of um, five. I got a what on the ratings? A three out of five topics. Oh, three out of five topics. Yeah, uh, rate us on iTunes or subscribe. Wait, hold on, real quick, just real quick, real quick. What were the other two topics we didn't cover? Um, Toy Story Three versus Brave Little Toaster. The PSN Brave Little Toaster. Oh my God! PlayStation Network subscription survey and game design simplistic formula versus innovation slash experimentation. I guess we can get to those. Those aren't time sensitive, so we can get to those next week after Christmas. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're 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 done for the day. I'm gonna stop. Um, the recording and we can stay in the chat room so thank you all for listening Joe